Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I am your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, June 25th, 2018. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you had a great weekend. Listen, if this is your first time tuning in to the Between the Dream podcast, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning, I thank you so much. I definitely appreciate the continued support. You are amazing. For those of you all that don't know and those of you all that do, the Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. Fibersoul is apparel that speaks life, and right now you can get 15% off of your first order using code TAYLOR15 at Fibersoul.com. Can I let you all in on a little secret? I had to do this myself literally used my own coat the other day because a bird decided that it wanted to poop on me and i just so happened to have on my iron sharpens iron fiber sole shirt but that's another story for another day guys look if you've been tuning in you know that we have been doing the second half series as we are prepping up for the second half of this year things that we need to either do and or get rid of maybe habits or ways things that we want to make better as we get ready to go into the last six months of 2018 And this is so important for many of us because we maybe had an idea that the year was going to start off a certain way and it didn't. Maybe we thought that things were going to happen in ways that it didn't, but you didn't give up, but you are stuck. You're trying to figure out what you can do, how you can make it better. So what I did on my Instagram stories uh, a few weeks ago was basically put out a poll and I told people, hey, what are some things that you want to get better with with the second half? And so I'm literally dedicating the rest of these podcast episodes for this month to different things, topics and titles that people have brought to my attention. And today's actually comes from a good friend of mine, Preston Ross underscore. Um, He sent me a message and his was, how do you get physically fit, right? And there are so many ways that we can go about this conversation when it comes to getting fit physically. However, I think that I want to break this down from the most general and simplistic way, which will not have to do necessarily with working out or what workouts are best, but more so what it takes to make sure that you get to the point of working out and working out consistently. So thank you, Preston, for the great question, because I'm pretty sure many people had it. Guys, and I'm breaking it down like this for a reason, and that is because I have gone through the weight loss process. I've lost 170 pounds. I am now trying to work on my Marvel Phase 4, maybe Avenger, Blue Marvel, Black Panther, two-body. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm working right now. I'm just trying to see what my body's doing. However, Going through this process and actually failing in the process many times, I wanted to approach the conversation like this today when we talk about getting physically fit. Um, And so we're going to go ahead and jump straight into this. I'm not going to keep this or elongate this. I just want to make sure that this is simple, that it is um, digestible and that we can, no pun intended, and that we can move forward effectively because our physical fitness is so important, not just for the second half of this year, but for the entirety of our lives, for the things that we need to do for us to walk out God's plans and promises in our lives, we've got to be able to make sure that we are in somewhat of a shape that is not always a circle. And so with that being the case, we got to go ahead and make sure that we're right. So a few things that came to mind as I was going ahead and really writing this whole podcast out, um, guys, and to be truthfully honest with you all, the best way I can put it when it comes to getting physically fit, 
it all starts with your mental. Like seriously, many times we think we can just hop on the weights, hop on the treadmill, go into a gym and boom, we good. That's not the reality. It literally starts before you do anything physically, guys. It is a mental battle. It is a mental challenge and everything that you need to be successful when it comes to losing weight, when it comes to getting in shape, when it comes to building that muscle, when it comes to living a better physical life, it is a mental um, thing above all else. And so it starts with your mind, right? You've got to have a mental understanding and mental consistency. These two are so, so, so important. So quick story. Summer of 2009, I actually lost 60 pounds and I was on a high. Like I thought I was doing it. I'm ready to go. And I lost so much weight. I was tripping that summer too. I was doing two a days, which was great. But I was eating like trash though. Like I thought that I could survive off of like the 39 cent cans of spinach from Walmart um, all day long and then do a little chicken here and there. And so that was like my meal. And I thought that I was on one and I'm like, oh, snaps, I'm fitting into smaller clothes. It's time to brag. And the unfortunate part is that as the fall semester of 2009 started up, Richard gained every 60 pounds that he lost right back, probably quicker than what he gained it before. So my weight went right back to where it was. And I am now sitting here stuck and frustrated and super upset. And one of the things that I didn't understand now that I do understand, or I'm sorry, that I didn't understand then that I understand now is that there wasn't a true mental understanding to weight loss for me at that point. Right. And there wasn't mental consistency. Um, one of the things that we've got to understand is that just because life changes, just because the seasons change doesn't mean that our habits have to. Right. And, and I know a lot of times when we talk about habits, we talk about bad habits, but there are such things as good habits, too. And just because the seasons change doesn't mean that our tenacity and our good habits have to. And for me, it did. You know, I came up with this excuse of, well, class is starting now. All of my friends are back. I'm taking more hours than I was during the summer. I'm working full time, yada, yada, yada. And I stopped making time for the gym. I stopped making time to work out. I wasn't consistent anymore. And I started eating like crap all over again. Literally the same thing that got me to the position that I was in is now holding me hostage once again. So what we need to understand is that there is a certain level of uh, mental understanding and consistency that comes to working out. You might ask with understanding about what exactly? Understanding of your body, understanding of what your goals are, what it is you want to do, and where you want to be. And this is so important because many times what happens is and what we see with a lot of weight loss nowadays is that people hop on this like emotional euphoric like high, right? Like they are literally functioning and moving off of adrenaline for the moment, but then they fall victim to the burnout forever. I'm going to say that one more time because I feel like that's really powerful and it's so important for, for somebody out there. But we literally move off of adrenaline for the moment and then we fall victim to the burnout forever. One of the things that we've got to understand is that when we don't have a true mental understanding, when we don't have an understanding of consistency, when we don't have an understanding of our goals, when we don't have an understanding of the things that we need to do when it comes to getting physically fit. Guys, one of the things that we tend to see is that we will be an adrenaline junkie for a period of time. But then after that adrenaline wears out, we start to burn out. And while we were doing really good in the adrenaline phase, what tends to happen is that once the burnout kicks in, we not only get tired and lazy for the moment, 
But many of us in life in general, with anything, we get defeated. The burnout has caused so much defeat for so many people. Dreamers, folks chasing their goals, people who are out here trying to make a better life and create a better life or really seek out that purpose. Many people have stopped and quit altogether because they were functioning on adrenaline. That adrenaline wore out, the burnout kicked in, and they became a victim to the burnout. So what am I saying? This is why the importance of understanding and consistency in your goals is so important. You've got to be able to have this when the adrenaline isn't there anymore. You've got to be able to have some type of motivation, some type of goal, some type of benchmark that you're trying to reach, whatever the case might be. Right. And so there are a few things that I think we need in order to get to this space. And why did I decide to go this route? One, because of my experience, but two, I had to laugh at my buddy who sent this over as well with this question. He purposely told me, he was like, I'm sending you this as I'm sitting in the drive-thru at McDonald's. And I bust up laughing, but it did put the thought in my mind, though, of how many of us, we want to do one thing, but we find ourselves being stuck, held hostage, and in bondage of the complete opposite. And so there is there is something that has to break there mentally before we can get things done physically. Now, of course, yes, you need to be active. You've got to work out. You've got to do this. You got to do that. But it's it's so much more than the gym. To me, the gym is 20 percent. The gym is 20 percent of of a greater scheme when it comes to being physically fit. So I want to give you all a few points and I'm going to go ahead and get out your way. When it comes to this concept of getting physically fit for the second half of this year, for the rest of your life, guys, like I said, it's not enough to just have the adrenaline. But there are three sounds that you got to have. The first is a sound mind. The second is sound goals. And the third is a sound plan. Now, here we go. I'm going to break each one of these down real quick. Why is it so important to have a sound mind? What is a sound mind? This is a mind. This is your mental and your emotional that can't easily be swayed or easily be moved when you get a setback because of a physical injury or when you don't see the results immediately or you haven't lost as much weight as you think you should have or maybe you're tempted by food in the moment. A sound mind is that space that keeps you grounded not to go back to your former life and the way that you did things prior to committing to this physical goal. Then you have the sound goals. Sound goals are important because it always gives you something to go back to so you can know where you're going, but also so you know not to go back. And what I love about the concept of having sound goals is that if it's done right, you will never be satisfied. And I'm not saying that in a way to where you become obsessed and that you are downplaying yourself or looking down on your progress. But what I'm saying is, is that you will continue to find out new things and new ways as the seasons change, right? Because the older you get, people say the harder it gets. But I've talked to a lot of older individuals who are in great physical health and shape. And what they say is that because they've gotten so consistent with doing it younger, it isn't hard for them now. And what I like about that is that they tell me all the time that they still have goals that they want to reach, even if that goal is simply simply to maintain in order to stay alive and to continue to live a good, healthy, flourishing life. 
So sound goals are important because it always gives you something to work towards. And then having a sound plan. Now, people sometimes use goals and plan um I guess simultaneously, but for me, it's two separate things. The goal is the end all be all, but the plan is literally the process. It's the roadmap that leads to the goal. And so having a sound plan, right? Write the vision, make it plain. Having a sound plan that will at least help you try and map and navigate to get to where you want to get to when it comes to your physical fitness goals, right? And then guys, it's so important as well after you have the sound mind, the sound goals, and the sound plan to get active, you must work out, right? Of course, this is so important. However, guys, in the process, I'll say, of working out, you've got to be able to figure out what works for your body as far as the type of workouts you do what you care to do, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and what are some things that you need to be real with about yourself when it comes to the excuses that that you make as to why you can't do them. And then, of course, guys, my big point for you all is what you do in the kitchen, right? All of the money, and and there's so much that happens with fast food, but all of the money that you spend with fast food, guys, two, two big detriments take place when it comes to eating out. The first is that you eat your progress away. And the second, my God, this is prophetic. The second is that you eat your pockets away. Eating out literally kills your progress and your pockets. My, Look, this is not on my notes. I feel like the Holy Ghost might have just slapped me in this closet as I'm literally recording this podcast. Eating out, eating the foods that you don't need, eating all of the trash, even the trashy food that you cook, it kills your process, your progress, excuse me, but then it also kills your pockets, right? So you've got to be mindful of what you are putting into your body, processed foods, right? All of the things that you don't need, candies, cookies, right? These fatty foods, fried foods, fast foods, um, man, like just 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 the stuff that has caused so much detriment. Some of your favorite snacks. I get it. Trust me. I had to go through it myself. I literally had to go through this purging myself. I know what it's like to let go of the Cheez-Its. Trader Joe's has amazing quadruple almond cookies and I can't eat them all the time. I have to limit myself when it comes to their cookie butter and chocolate swirl mix. I know what it's like. Yes, and I don't even eat fast food anymore, but there are some times where I'm driving past restaurants that might not even be fast, but I just don't eat. And I'm just like, come on, this one time, right? But one of the things I remember is having that sound mind and having that sound goal. So we've got to get active, and then we also got to be mindful of what we are putting into our body. More fruits, more veggies, right? The proper carbs, right? The right proteins, getting good nuts in your diet, getting literally getting the green in your diet, stuff that like, I I promise you guys, one of the beauties of eating right is that the body starts to clear itself. The body literally can heal itself when you feed it the proper nutrition. And so it's important to make sure that you are mindful of what you're putting into your body. And before you complain about how expensive it is to eat healthy, go to your bank account, add up all of the money that you've spent out on food this month, and then go to 
your local grocery store's sales paper, add up how much money it would cost to purchase all of these produce items that are on sale, all of the clean, lean meats that are on sale, and then you do the math and let me know which is more expensive, the eating out or the food that you're going to buy that might seem more expensive up front, but that's going to last you over a course of a month and some. Let me know, guys, because I be look, I look, I don't know nothing. I don't know. No, I'm just talking right now. Clearly, I'm just talking. My next point for you, you must research, learn about your body, what foods your body responds well to and what it doesn't. So not just eating the right things, but having an understanding of maybe even some of the smaller things that seem right that might not be. Not everybody's body is tolerable when it comes to dairy when it comes to nuts, when it comes to fish, you got to be able to find good alternatives, right? Um, and, and what works well for you as you make this transition to get in better physical shape. And then finally, guys, it's not all about the workout, but it's also about the rest. Now, I know this isn't talked about too often, but a huge part, it's a combination really, but a huge part of that combination of eating right and making sure you're active and doing some kind of physical activity for a decent extended amount of time is being able to get some proper rest. The body can only do as much as you allow it to when it has its downtime. The body can only be as good as you allow it to be once you allow it to restore from all of the hard work that you're going to put in. Many times we burn out just because we don't know when to rest or we we get done. And instead of taking the adequate amount of time to sleep, we stay up longer than we need to doing pointless things like sitting on the toilet for 45 minutes to an hour on social media, just scrolling through the phone. Right. Or or whatever the case might be, you've lost an extra hour of sleep doing nothing, looking at somebody else's page, going through the motions like give your body that time, give your mind that time. And sometimes resting isn't always sleep. Sometimes resting is just doing nothing, just being picking up a book, taking some time to listen to podcasts and do nothing. Not always trying to find work to do around the house. Guess what? The same laundry that you had sitting there today is going to be there tomorrow. But guess what? I, I, I guarantee you, you can rest in between them dishes. You look, you've procrastinated long enough. You either get them done now or you just wait until later on. But you need to rest. I get it right. And so a big part of the physical fitness comes from our mental, mental and emotional wellness and how fit we are mentally and emotionally. And I think that speaks to the priorities that we have. When it comes to our day to day lives, how we live, how we think. Right. A lot of times what we do externally is a representation of who and what we are internally, no matter what kind of mask we decide to put over it. So, look, I might actually break this down a little further in a second message. But this is my message for today. The first part of you getting physically fit is having a true mental understanding and mental consistency. It all starts with the mind. And why am I doing this? Because I think it's important for us to understand that we can't go into a transformation physically blind. We can't go in there blindly thinking that it's going to be one way. And then when we get smacked in the face by the process, we're sitting there ready to quit and throw in the towel. So we've got to be able to avoid burnout by not just merely functioning off of adrenaline 
But by having a sound mind, having sound goals, having a sound plan, making sure that we're active, but then also making sure that we are treating our body right, feeding our body right and resting. But then also in the process, learning our bodies, learning what it responds well to and learning what it doesn't. Guys, and I guarantee you when you do this, you will see optimal results. And I want you to. You deserve that much. You deserve to live a fruitful life. You deserve to live a long life. You deserve to live a life of great health. And that starts with the decisions that you make. And trust me, it's not a thing of being too young. Oh, I'm young right now, so I don't have anything to worry about. No, do it now. Because truthfully, if you start later, the burnout has kind of got a greater hold on you. Laziness, excuses have a greater hold on you. Take advantage of it now. And even for those of you all that are older, it's not too late. The oldest guy at my gym literally just went down um, back in December. (laughs) He's still trying to be active. He was 95, I think, or 96 years old, and he had a stroke. (laughs) Even after the stroke, he came back to the gym trying to play racquetball like he does every day. He's literally been trying to fight the walker. He's been trying to fight the wheelchair. This man is like, I'm just dedicated and committed to this. And there are a slew of other individuals in their 80s and 70s at the gym that I'm at. And they are in there early. I'm look, I'm in there with the early birds. They're in there getting it in. Maybe they're not working out how they used to, but they're doing what they can to stay active, to stay mobile and to keep that body functioning. And you can do the same thing. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. Once again, thank you, Preston, for bringing this conversation to light today. And for those of you all who might have some questions or maybe it's a topic or some things that you want to leave in the second half, you can leave a comment uh, on Instagram, Jr., or you can leave it here on the Anchor app as well. Um, But at the end of the day, I want to be able to see each and all of us, each and every one of us flourish. We deserve that much in life. You're not losing in life, guys. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. What is between the dream? It's the point between your present moment and your promise, which I like to call the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. You deserve that much. Dream big and go out and succeed in attaining it. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Peace.